You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. On this day, 2008, Manly fans, don't need to remind you, you beat the Melbourne Storm in the largest grand final margin in history since, I think, 1978, was it? 40-0. No Cameron Smith as well. And, of course... It was the last game of Steve Beaver Menzies. The boy from Narrabeen, who debuted in 93. Now it's come from Alfred to Beaver. He got it away for Robertson. He got it back for the Beaver. Steve Menzies has scored. Menzies is over the line. (laughs) Stephen Menzies has scored in the grand final. Yep. There's a memorable, memorable day. Uh, Matty Ballin scored the first try. A couple of my mates actually loaded up on Matty Ballin for first try score. I got a good prize. But, yeah, no Cam Smith. Of course, he was suspended after um, a game against the Brisbane Broncos. He he played guilty early in the season and took the downgrade and there was carryover points. And then when he got, when he got charged in the final against the Brisbane Broncos, which they won on full time, there was a tackle on Sam Thiday. Nearly ripped his head off. He did. He... Uh, the carryover points cost him a grand final that day. So, yeah, big day for Manly. And oh, just on the back of that, just on the back of that Manly, there are there are talks over the last 24 to 48 hours about the future of of Des Hasler and um, reportedly looking at Anthony Seabold as a replacement mm. of Des Hasler. Now, there's going to be a decision, apparently a, a board meeting on Monday or some sort of management meeting on Monday about Des Hasler's future. And we don't know where this has all come from, whether it's because they didn't make the finals, of course they didn't have Tommy Trebojevic, Rat. Um, there are, there is this talk that he's, that Desi Hasler sometimes locks out the rest of the club and the board and the, the owners from the football, the dressing rooms, the football but, department. But isn't the, the football's his job? Exactly. When people come in and meddle with what he's trying to do, it's, it's like everybody, I mean, you, you're part of a premiership winning club, Sats. I've been part of good clubs that, you know, it's when the the administrators try to get involved with the football or the football tries to get involved with the administration. That's when all hell goes loose. Goes pear-shaped. It goes pear-shaped. Mm. The good clubs, everybody knows their role. They know what they need to do, and they do their role really well. Not until they've done that really well do they look sideways to think, how can I help someone else? Yes. Not getting their way. And, um, I mean, the unfortunate thing is, and, and you can go back to, you know, the, 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 the women in league round for Manly. It just seemed to go pear shaped from there on. The the the, product, the marketing yeah. the team decided to do something with no consultation of the football club, and you know they just never got back into any sort of groove beyond that. And that's where you know, I mean, can you blame Des Hasler for that? Mm, no. Well, he's the one that actually went front and centre and on behalf and of the wore club. It. Yeah, wore it publicly. Yeah. I mean, to to every Manly fan I know, Des is a saviour. You know, I get, I get, I get, I get text messages of. Des in a Jedi uniform. I get Texas of Jed, uh, 
uh, of Des parting the Red Sea. Like, <laughs> I get, mate, the, the messages I get from all my Manly fan mates are hilarious. Like, they love Des. Um, I, I wonder, well, I don't have to wonder. I spoke to one of them today about I said, oh, mate, they're talking about bringing in Anthony Seabold. What's your thoughts? I can't repeat what he said on air. I mm. mean, and there's not a great track record there. Um, Des has got a history of success. I, I just wonder what they're thinking. There are some factions I'm led to believe in the Manly organisation that have that have tried to move Des sidewards, whether it's some sort of coaching director role or coaching advisor role. And as you and I, Jace, were talking about earlier on off air, I, I think people have just got to calm the farm. They've got to breathe a little bit. Tommy Trebojevic comes back next year. See how they start the first quarter of the season. And if things aren't working on the field and what, for whatever that may be, then start making decisions. He's got one year to go. I think he deserves to be there till the end of his contract. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you bring in a, 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 a former head coach with, you know, stories being mooted in the background that he's going to be the head coach and he works underneath that, you know, underneath Des. It's like, how does that make Des feel? Exactly. Yeah. You know, like what does it say to the players? What does it, you know, it just creates um, a, a little, a little bit of, uh, you know, it rocks the boat that you don't need to rock. Yep. Yeah. Would Manly be a better club under someone like Anthony Seabold than Des? Like, no, I, mean, no, I mean, Manly is Des. Who knows? I, uh, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know what? For some reason, Manly has always been a club that I don't think it works at all other clubs, but Manly for some reason works well when you've got ex-Manly people involved. Yeah. Well, yeah, Tuvi there. He took them through to, through to a grand final. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's – um. Yeah, Baz didn't have a great time there, did no. he? You know, Des came back in and sort of, you know, righted the ship and, and got them moving in the right direction. I mean, I mean, you think about last year, they got beaten in a prelim. Um, what was it, the prelim they got beaten last year? Or the year before? I mean, not the year just gone, last year. It was qualifier, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, qualifier. Mm. Um, by Manly. Uh, by, by Penrith, actually, in a tight game. Yeah. You know, they win that game, they go on and, you know. I mean, they're probably, we're probably not having this conversation, but, you know, I think... Des has certainly earned the right to, to finish out his contract. You know, whether, you know, if, if they did make a decision and come Monday night about Des and if it doesn't work in his favour, is Anthony Seabold the right man? Well, we don't know. Like, it didn't work at Brisbane. A lot of pressure on him. I've spoken to Anthony Seabold off air about Brisbane. He, he said, I've never experienced pressure like it, being one team in Brisbane with all the media there at training sessions. And there might be a, a an injury during training and he'll walk up through the football office to go and tell the specific staff, what has just happened. He said, it's already all over Twitter and everyone else mm. knows about it before the people in the organisation will do. So maybe he's learnt from his experience of being the head coach but, in Brisbane. Potentially. I mean, I, I, you, I mean, he would certainly have taken some hard lessons out of that. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but is Manly going to be any different? No. Like you think about, you know, the, the only team on the peninsula, are they you know, passionate, you know. Strong history. Strong history. You know, success in their veins, like they want to win football games. I mean, you know, I, I caught up with um, Craig Fitzgibbon earlier this year, and we we're just having a chat. And I said to him, "Man, how are you going?" He goes, "Mate, it's so hard." He goes, "It's actually unfair how hard it is to be an NRL coach. Mm. The pressure that you're under, week in, week out, what you're expected to produce, and a lot of it, you know, as much as you know, you wear the brunt of the results. A lot of it's out of your control. I mean, you can't go out there and make tackles for players. So, you know, look, it's a challenging job, uh, and and you know, yeah, of course, being Brisbane a one-town team, it's going to be tough. I mean, but I don't think it's going to be any different anywhere. Wherever you go, I think you're going to feel that sort of pressure. Yeah, yeah we're talking about this off the air too today, Sats, that I'm sick of talking about coaches' coaches careers. You know... They're good people. Mate, they are. And they've signed contracts. And 
And there's probably more so. Not only success, he's a good man. He lives and breathes the club. The people love him. The players love him as well. And he's delivered success. Absolutely. And we've got a text here from Yamba Sea Eagle. Boys, I don't reckon things have been the same since Manly in the front office, uh, since Max Delmarge was squeezed out by the Pens, the owners. Des is not the problem. Well, we're not in there. We don't know. But what Mm. we know, the voices that are coming out of the people, the players and some of the officials and the fans is – they want Des to be there, and I hope he is there at the end of next season. Right. Dick Johnson is busy on his bus tour, right? But we've been told we can have him about 20 minutes. So after 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock uh, uh, standard time, we'll have him on the air live from... So you're going to get your dick in what? <laughs> dick Johnson in what, 20 minutes? What? <laughs> 20 minutes. Yeah. I, I are you, feel are like... Are you I, telling the, the listeners that's definitely going to happen or what? not? What? I feel like I'm talking to Ugly Dave Gray from Blankety Blanks. Remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. Actually, Dave's at the Runway Bay Leagues Club every Friday night winning all the meat raffles. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. He lives at Paradise Point on the Gold Coast. Ugly Dave Gray. He hasn't uh, changed a bit. He looks ugly. exactly the same. <laughs> I didn't think he was – I mean this respectfully. Oh, I didn't think he was still alive. <laughs> what? I mean that respectfully. He was a funny man. Maybe he used to always have the cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, he still looks the same, minus the cigar, of course, on a Coke Friday. bottle glasses. Yeah, still still wearing them. Uh, by the way, boys, we're going to go to a break shortly, but text messages are going off 0457 736 736. Uh, this is Fun Fact Thursday, but also a crap stat from Rooster Mars. Woogie Rat and Sats at the 2002, 2013, 2019 Roosters premierships were all won on today's date, 6th of October. Now push the crap stat stinger. <laughs> Crap stack. Crap yeah. stack. Who cares? Well, actually, <laughs> we hate the Roosters Mickey here at Sports G from, Day. Mickey G from Woodbury says, does fun fact run parallel to crap stat? It's kind of like that, isn't it? It is a little bit. Yeah, but that's crap stat, but mm. this is creative like this. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? It's not creative at all. I can't believe you. I go away for three weeks. Hey, can I throw Who a fun was that? Is that Badge? That's, that's Badge. Badge. That's Badge doing gear. Badge oh, came wow. in. Badge came in so excited. He said, I've got this fun fact Thursday. I said, you know, it's been going around for about 40 years on radio, but it's usually fun fact Friday. So he was so excited, and he dragged Jack in. He said, come on, let's do some audio, some different voices. Jack was into it as well. It was embarrassing watching Jack just salivate over this new segment. But fun fact, Thursday, you can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from over two miles away. Fun fact, Thursday. <laughs> it's from Jace. Blue whales weigh an average of between 130 and 150,000 kilograms. I'm sorry, Matt. With their hearts weighing roughly 180 kilos. Oh, I was just nodding off. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, I've got some other stuff here. Jerseys. Mark, is that ridiculous on today? Jersey numbers? Come on. Come on. That's ridiculous. Mm. There's not a lot of fans out there about these. Pick your own numbers. Yeah, some people just don't like something being different. But think about this. All these players from developing nations, they want, where, where do they want to play? They want to play in the NRL, right? They do, yeah. Who's going to be watching the NRL? Every NRL talent scout is going to be watching the, the, the World Cup. Yep. It's like, watch that number six from Fiji. Watch yep. that number seven from PNG. Watch that number four from Samoa. You know, like, it's going to be that guy the whole way. Mm. You know, I, I, I like it. It gives players the ability to... I like it from that angle. From I, for, It gives them the ability to showcase their talent and be recognised in that one jersey for the whole time. And I, 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 I firmly, firmly believe it is a good decision. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast with Badge and Sats on Sports Day. If you get the chance at any stage to listen to the show live, make sure you tune in each and every night, Monday to Thursday, 6pm.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.